first thing I thought when I heard about this case was why would anybody say this stuff if it wasn't true? Well, it's because it worked. Just one video about Cardi B gave Tasha over 3 million views. Welcome to Culture Court, a podcast about the people and the ideas that drive our culture. My name is CJ, I'm your host, and here is my promise to you. Every episode of Culture Court will be interesting, relevant, and 20 minutes or less. Please like and subscribe and send this podcast to someone you think might enjoy it. Here we go. Thank you for listening. So the other day I was thinking about the biggest celebrity trends and you might think the biggest celebrity trend is dating Pete Davidson or investing in cryptocurrency or wearing a shirt without pants. But the biggest trend is actually defamation lawsuits. Here are just a few of the big defamation lawsuits from the last 12 months. Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. The Sandy Hook Parents versus Alex Jones. Dominion Voting Systems versus Fox. Brett Favre versus Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. Black China versus the Kardashians. Samantha Markle versus Meghan Markle. Prince Harry versus the Mail on Sunday. And E. Jean Carroll versus Donald Trump, which is actually going on as I'm recording this podcast. And if you think about it, This makes sense. Everybody is on the Internet. The best thing about the Internet and the worst thing about the Internet is that you can say whatever you want. In the same vein, cable news really isn't news anymore. It's more like entertainment masquerading as information. A lot of times the folks on TV just say whatever they want with little regard for the truth. But when you say something about someone and that statement is not true, that might be defamation. Defamation is a false statement that harms someone else's reputation. On this episode of Culture Court, we're going to look at the perfect example of defamation. Seriously, it's perfect. This case is so perfect, it should be taught in every school. And because defamation cases are so common, you should understand how you can win one of these cases. At the end of this episode, I predict exactly how this case will impact consumers like you and me, content creators, and celebrities. Tasha Kay is a gossip blogger, and in 2019, she had a decent-sized social media following. Not small, but not big. Like everybody that creates content, Tasha was trying to find topics that would increase her views and her followers. Well, she decided to spread gossip about Cardi B, who is one of the most popular rappers right now. Because of Cardi's popularity, salacious stories about her always get lots of attention, Tasha definitely knew this because she talked about Cardi at least 20 times in different videos. Tasha said lots of nasty stuff, but she mainly made five claims and she said these things over and over. Tasha said Cardi B used to be a prostitute. Cardi B uses illegal drugs like cocaine. Cardi B had a sexually transmitted disease. Cardi B cheated on her husband. And because of Cardi's behaviors, Cardi B would give birth to a child with intellectual disabilities. Now, when Tasha would say these things on YouTube videos, she was not saying, oh, this is gossip or these are rumors or this is what I heard. No, she was reporting these things as facts. Tasha's gossip about Cardi B spread through YouTube and Twitter and Instagram like wildfire. After one of these videos got over 3 million views, Cardi's lawyers sent Tasha a cease and desist, asking her to delete the videos from the internet. Most people probably would have complied. If I had gotten a C&D from Cardi's lawyers, I would have complied. Instead, Tasha posted a copy of this letter to social media, 
and doubled down. She said her earlier statements about Cardi were 100% true. Let me stop here and point out that this would have been a great time for Tasha to call a lawyer and ask for advice. But she didn't do that. And by saying that those videos were 100% accurate, she made things a lot worse for herself and she opened herself up to a defamation trial. Predictably, Cardi B filed a lawsuit against Tasha and she did it in federal court. It was super smart for Cardi B's lawyers to file this case in federal court. Federal courts are a little more formal than state courts and no disrespect to state court judges, but federal court judges are a little more qualified for their role. That's because many state court judges are elected directly by citizens. So the local judges are more like politicians versus federal court judges who are rated by the ABA, appointed by the president and then approved by the Senate. As far as how Cardi got this case about rumors and gossip, into federal court, well, that's because of a thing called diversity jurisdiction. This concept allows a plaintiff to sue a defendant in federal court if the plaintiff lives in a different state than the defendant and the amount of money at issue is more than $75,000. Since Cardi B lives in New York and Tasha lives in Georgia, diversity jurisdiction applies here. All right, back to the lawsuit. Cardi B made three claims in the lawsuit against Tasha. One, defamation. Two, false light invasion of privacy. And three, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Remember, a defamation is a false statement that harms someone. To prove defamation, you got to show four things. First, the defendant made a false statement. Second, the defendant presented that statement as fact, not just an opinion. Third, the defendant made that statement to a third party. And fourth, the false statement caused the plaintiff harm. And if you are a government official or a celebrity and you want to sue someone for defamation, there's an additional requirement called the actual malice standard. The actual malice standard requires the plaintiff to prove that the defendant knew the statement was false or made the statement with reckless disregard of whether it was false or not. So who won this trial? After a two week jury trial, the jury found Tasha liable for defamation. Why? During the trial, Cardi's lawyers proved every single element of defamation. First, Cardi testified that Tasha's allegations were all lies. And when asked, Tasha admitted that she knowingly published lies about Cardi B. That handles the first two elements of defamation. Obviously, these statements were made to a third party because they were published on the Internet for everybody to see. That takes care of the third element. Cardi also testified that she felt suicidal after hearing that these lies were being spread. She also said that these lies caused stress in her marriage and she sought professional help with her mental health. That knocks out the fourth element. Now, because Cardi is a celebrity, the jury would also need to find that Tasha spread these lies with actual malice. This is usually the hardest element to prove, but here it was actually pretty easy. Cardi B's lawyers could prove that Tasha spread lies with actual malice because she knew the statements were false and she continued to talk about Cardi B even after receiving the cease and desist. In my opinion, that is what took this from normal tabloid gossip to something that was worthy of a lawsuit. The jury also found Tasha liable for false light invasion of privacy. That is when a defendant either publicizes a private matter about the plaintiff that is highly offensive 
or tells a lie about the private affairs of the plaintiff. Here, Tasha told lies about Cardi B's relationship with her husband. Additionally, the jury held Tasha liable for intentional infliction of emotional distress. That happens when a defendant intentionally or recklessly causes another person to suffer severe emotional distress. Since Cardi testified that Tasha's lies caused her to feel suicidal, this was an easy conclusion for the jury to reach. The first thing I thought when I heard about this case was why would anybody say this stuff if it wasn't true? Well, it's because it worked. Before Tasha posted these lies about Cardi B, she had filmed and uploaded about 200 videos. Only nine of those videos had gained over 1 million views. But just one video about Cardi B gave Tasha over 3 million views. She's now been talked about on essentially every music and pop culture website. She is now infamous. But was it all worth it? The jury awarded Cardi B $1.25 million in damages on these claims. The jury also decided that Cardi deserved $1.5 million in punitive damages. And to top it off, Tasha was required to pay Cardi B's legal expenses and medical expenses, which were over $1 million. That's a total of $4 million in damages that Tasha must pay to Cardi B. And if you thought that Cardi would let Tasha slide and not pay damages just because Cardi B is a millionaire, then you would be wrong. The court is allowing Cardi B to garnish all of Tasha's wages until the judgment is paid. I think this is fair. This is harsh, but fair. After the jury verdict, Tasha refused to accept responsibility for her actions. So so what do you say to people who would say like, okay, uh, all of your stories about her were fabricated. That's absolutely not true. And she knows that. So. Really? Yes. Tasha allegedly refused to take down the videos about Cardi B until a judge threatened Tasha with contempt. Tasha also said online that the verdict was extremely prejudicial. According to her, the machine was bullying her for her personal beliefs. That is a crazy statement. The machine wasn't bullying her. She was bullying Cardi B. The last update we have on this is from April 20, 2023. The judge in this case will continue to permit Cardi to garnish Tasha's wages, but the court is also going to allow Cardi to ask for law enforcement to seize Tasha's property until the money is paid that Tasha owes Cardi. This case should change everyone's behavior in three ways. One, for people like you and me, if we see a blogger or even a TV personality constantly attacking a certain person, we should ask ourselves, hey, is this fair? Are they telling the truth? Two, this will encourage celebrities to sue bloggers, gossip sites, TikTokers, podcasters, news personalities, anybody who is spreading lies. Three, gossip accounts and podcasters are going to have to be more careful when spreading rumors or talking about unconfirmed reports. Some of our favorite internet bloggers do have good lawyers on retainer and they have money to defend themselves, but lots of our favorites do not. And I know some of you might say, okay, but I have an umbrella insurance policy and that's going to help me if I get sued, right? Wrong. Some umbrella policies do not cover defamatory statements. That means that if you do what Tasha K did, you're going to be on the hook for the entire judgment. And that's a wrap on this episode of Cultural Court. Thank you for listening. Share this with a friend and connect with me on social media. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode. And I want to hear your ideas for future episodes and guests. I'll see you next time.